0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Squad Up, the podcast about games, games of all kinds. I am your host, Eduardo, and joining me on the show today, we got the whole gang back together again because last week we uh, went a little long, um, but that's okay because that means we get more squad up. And first, joining me as he does every week, my co host, my best man, my best friend, it's Mr. Peaches. Peaches, what's up, man?
1: Mr. Peaches is my father. What's you knew I was going to say that? Yeah, I did. You had a feeling. What's up, man?
0: I have a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night.
1: Hey, I was trying to work in a joke about going too long and something, but I just Last time I made a joke that was semi inappropriate. Your wife was, you know, listening to the podcast in her car with her family and they I was were there like, too. it was really They were like awkward about it. I'm like, it's 2018 and we're adults, okay? Things happen. All right? Yeah.
0: And also joining us all the way from uh, Pennsylvania, the future Mr. Chris Hartman. Chris, what's up, man?
2: (laughs) How's it going? Oh, my god. What's up? What's going (laughs) on? How did you know that uh, we were going to be non-traditional? Hey,
0: you know, I just had a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night.
1: Indeed. But, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you
0: guys doing? Living the dream. And joining us from sunny Orlando, which is really Claremont, Florida close enough mr robert griffin robbie what up man
3: how's it going guys i'm super
0: excited you know super excited yeah we saw you blended some chilies earlier that's a weird reference that no one that's listening to the show is gonna get but
3: um
2: not even as a folks he was literally blending chilies yeah blending chilies
3: i got a uh an instant pot for christmas and i'm just making large batches of chili at a time and it's all i'm eating anymore
1: and adding a lot of beans to the chili
0: by so, so in all transparency lot, zero. um we talked about this earlier we <laughs> talked about the show notes about what we we're going to talk about today but now i'm just going to spring something on everyone that they're not prepared for um because it's the beginning of the year let's just take a very very quick look back at the year 29 or 2018 was for video games um just a very quick just a very quick look and just wasn't it just insane especially after the year 2017 was right like think about 2017 you get to the end of 2017 you go Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey came out this year no year will ever top this like we are at this is the peak we've reached it and then the next year comes out and you're like oh well here's God of War Spider-Man and Smash Ultimate and Red Dead 2 and then what what next year is going to bring who knows but goodness gracious it's just the best time to be a gamer
1: I've played absolutely. games.
0: <laughs> it's your fun game
1: play now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've played only two of them from last year that you mentioned.
0: Okay.
1: I did play Breath of the Wild, like, a lot. A lot, a lot.
0: And As lots of people did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No Red Dead. I no continue to Skyrim. play
0: Breath of the Wild.
1: Yeah, Gumby, Gumby's playing some Breath of the Wild right now. Oh, yeah, is he? Oh, is, is, he? Yeah, oh, is he streaming it? He's streaming it, and he just started it. He picked it up for the first time. He's like going in oh, completely really? blind. I yeah. Oh,
3: like
1: that's awesome. That. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun boomerang. to watch him. He really likes spears, and he finds all of the like moblin spears that have like three hit, and he just pokes everything to death. <laughs>
3: no, spears are great weapons. They've got oh, yeah. speed and that range.
1: Then he found a boomerang, and he struggled for a long time to figure out where in his inventory the boomerang lived.
2: <laughs> I, I didn't hear about spears too much until I realized that you could kill a hyenox before it woke up. If you put on the entire barbarian suit, got a big spear charged it up, walked up and did just the
3: rapid jab with mm-hmm. it. You mm-hmm. kill it
2: before the music even starts. It's great. <laughs> That's stressful music too. Yeah, it
3: is. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear the stressful music. Uh, but 2018
0: just what a great year, but now we're, ta- we're going to talk about what happened at the very end of 2018 Smash Ultimate. Where are you I, going with this, man? <laughs> I just wanted to talk about it in a very general sense, and we were like, oh, okay. oh right. Let's talk about Breath of the Wild.
1: Oh, okay. Sure. Um,
0: but it was, <laughs> it was, it was great. was nice. You brought it up. At least you, you up and- we were
2: able to play Breath of the Wild. You,
0: you brought it up and- on to what you could. In art defense. You did what you could with what you had you brought up a bunch
1: of stellar games to the three people that went an hour and 40 minutes last or two weeks ago about the (laughs) subtopic that we were trying to talk about. Okay. This is not Mm -hmm. our
0: fault. That's fair. (laughs) It's true. Now we went on, like you said, for an hour and 40 minutes, about just the history of smash. We're going to talk a little bit more about history of smash uh, today. And, um, For reference, we're just gonna be talking about all of the hype leading up to Smash Ultimate.
1: Three, two, one, go!
3: No! Oh.
0: I've never been part of a press cycle quite like this, right? Um, And Nintendo does it different than anyone else. They they put out these little Nintendo Directs and they give you a little bit and they sort of feed it to you. They're sort of masters in this way, right? Nintendo knows exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how to feed you the right information at the right pace. They also know how to, you know, not make enough copies of things so that you want it more or (laughs) not make enough consoles so that you want it more. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. Um, And it's sort of masterful. Um, Now, think back to where you were when the first Smash trailer hit, where you've got um, the end of the Smash, or the Nintendo Direct, and you've got the two characters, the two um, inklings from Splatoon, dueling it out. Did you guys even think Smash was going to be a thing? Or were you like, oh no, more Splatoon
3: content? Well, I assumed it was going to be a thing. I didn't assume it in that Mm -hmm. direct, although I will say, I only watched that direct because Chris Larson told me to turn it on And watch it all the way to the end. And that is why and then so I kinda knew what was coming and I knew some Smash would come, but it was still super hype.
2: My my thing is that I go into like up until it would happen, I would go into every Nintendo direct saying, Is this gonna be the one where we get Smash? You know, so and I'm always waiting for that and one more thing at the end. You know, they always pull that Steve Jobs sort of thing, you know, oh one more thing. And uh, and when they started showing more Splatoon, I'm like There's no way, they just showed a massive update to Splatoon 2. There's no way that this is going to be also more Splatoon 2 content, and I doubt they would announce Splatoon 3 just to undermine, you know, oh, here's this great update we're doing. By the way, we're making a sequel. I was like, this has got to be smashed. So I'm watching it, like, anticipating it being smashed, but also not 100% sure it's going to be smashed. So when they cut to her eye and you saw the Smash logo burning in the reflection, like I, I lost it. And then, you know, when it cut to the giant logo and you could see the, uh, the silhouettes of all the different characters, I mean, I spent the next like two or three days going over that with a fine tooth comb. Cause everyone was speculating, Oh, what characters you could see Bowser, you could see Mario. And you know, you got that close up of link and you could see even then that this was going to be link in his breath of the wild suit. So it's like, okay, they're doing something different because there's a lot of people going, Oh, you know, they're going to make a port of it for, uh, for the Switch, they're in a because that's mm-hmm. what they've been doing. They've been, you know, they ported Mario Kart 8 over. You're like, okay, yeah. So most people miss Smash 4. Port over uh, Smash 4. Call it a deluxe edition. Include all the DLC characters. Maybe add one or two new characters at the end. Um, and we'll go on, you know, when we find out more about it later. Uh, but the, the seeing Link in his Breath of the Wild outfit was the first hint that no, this is going to be something a little bit more than that. And I just remember being very excited about it. And I realized, I went back and watched it recently, didn't realize at the time, but there is a like solitary voice singing over that uh, that teaser at the end. And it is the uh, the Smash Brothers Ultimate Theme. Oh, that's it was, cool. It was the first we ever heard it actually. Uh, so, but it was done like this in this mysterious like ominous sort of fashion. Uh, like, I'm, I might be the bad person for the
1: hype section of this episode because <laughs> I, I have intentionally in the last couple of years like stop intentionally stopped watching a lot of trailers because I don't like watching a trailer and getting oversaturated with the content ahead of time because I will build something up internally to be like the best thing that's ever been created. And then when it comes out, if it doesn't meet my ridiculous expectations that I've made in my head, it won't be as good. So, like, Mm -hmm. I know that about myself, and for that reason, I tried to stay away from a lot of the Smash Bros. content, but I think probably one of you led me to that trailer for the Nintendo Direct uh, when it came out, because I do remember seeing it beforehand, but I tried not to be very excited about it because I just didn't want to think about all the things that everybody's kind of going crazy over, like what character they wanted to be in it that wasn't in the game and that sort of thing, so... I kind of stayed away from it as much as I could, but, like, having friends like you guys, et cetera, it's really hard to not hear that sort of news when it comes out. So, But I might just, like, interject with, like, a 33% formed opinion of something at any point. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because, like I said, I was really, like, not into building it up. I just waited for it to come out.
0: Well, when it came out, it didn't really tell us anything, right? They were like, there's going to be a Smash Brothers game. It's going to be on the Switch. So you could think in your mind, your mind could travel to all of the things they could do right and all of the things they could do wrong, right? Like, you you thought you're like, man, what if it's just a port? What if, you know, they do it wrong? What if it's like Brawl and the people that didn't like Brawl really don't like this game or whatever the case may be? Um, But then a few months later at E3, they did the um, Everybody's Here trailer. And man... What a trailer that was.
2: Mm -hmm. That that whole direct, man. I mean, because they revealed a bunch of things and then they ended it with like 25 minutes of Smash content, which was great in itself. You know, so they they turned it over to to Sakurai and uh,
0: Daddy Sakurai.
2: (laughs) I've never understood that. (laughs) But he's. Side note, this is a joke that many people made before, but he really is the Paul Rudd of video games because I don't think the man has aged. Mm hmm in 20 years it's crazy um but they they cut it over to um i didn't know we referred to paul rudd as an ageless being
3: have you gone back and watched Clueless? <laughs> he looks like the person from ant man
1: <laughs> no but i'm going to look it up right this very instant <laughs> paul he was also rudd. in a
3: lot he was in right. like an early nintendo commercial too
1: oh yeah hey, he looks pretty similar i mean he doesn't have the five o'clock shadow that might be the only difference
2: he just has to grow that. That's like yeah. that doesn't have right. to age. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going off on a Paul Rudd tangent. Uh, sorry, I got a secret message about adjusting my microphone, and I don't know how to do that. So, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Keep going. All right. Uh, uh, there we go. Uncheck that. Is you that did working? It. All right. Cool. That should be good now. All right. So I'm gonna keep talking. Then. All right. So. But anyway, he's like, oh, we want to show off some of the characters that are going to be in this game. And uh, the number next to their name is going to indicate the order in which they join the series. I'm like, okay, oh, this is cool. And it starts off with Mario, and then it goes to, you know, a couple of originals, Kirby, Donkey Kong, Link, Bowser. Like, okay, we're going to Melee. Um, and, you know, they just started showing more and more. And then I, the first, uh, the first big one, I think, was Ice Climbers. And that was yep. one that I was expecting. Because if you remember Smash 4, because it was on the 3DS, they took out any character that was too much for the 3DS to handle.
1: And added that, Rosalina and Luma.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rosalina annoys me sometimes. Uh, but the... Uh, um, I can't beat her for whatever reason. It's one of my bad matchups. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so they took out the Ice Climbers, they took out all the Transforming characters, which was why Charizard was a solo character in that one. That's why they split uh, Samus and Zero Suit Samus. That's why they split Zelda and Sheik. Um, So we are all, I was anticipating the Ice Climbers coming back, but getting confirmation of it was great.
3: Mm -hmm. Then
2: a little bit later, you see Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard, and then the Pokemon train behind it. That's when I was like, okay, something special is happening, but I wasn't sure what. And then when it cut to uh, oh then then they start saying oh some of the DLC characters are back Ryu's back oh look Ganondorf looks like he did Nokkarena and melee uh, Cloud is back that was a big surprise for me because I didn't think Square was going to play nice mm-hmm. uh, they still only play nominally well but but Cloud you get is two there songs, so, that's it yeah yeah you get two songs and Gino and Mallow can be spirits the end oh, uh, that's fine <laughs> Final Fantasy doesn't have good music yeah it's famous for uh, people playing it on mute right, uh, exactly <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Uh, but then it cut to the, like, the, you know, what is it? And then the electricity happens, and it's Snake. And I, I'm i pretty sure I jumped off the couch. I was watching mm. this on my TV. And then the words, everyone is here. And I was like, does that mean what I think it means? And when the next character they showed was Pichu, I'm like, yes, this does mean what I think it means. Mm-hmm. Everyone is back. In my wildest dreams, I did not think that we would get every single character back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, that was just such a oh, great and then as as more and more characters are showing up as the um uh you know the music is one this is the first we're really hearing this this new theme it was just yeah i could go on and on i i had a very emotional reaction to that trailer and if you've ever watched any of the reaction videos to that trailer it is something else
0: take yeah, a I shot every
1: time robbie says hmm <laughs> <laughs> Braley wants everyone to know that if you if you want to play along at home while you're listening to this, uh, the game is take a shot every time Robbie says mm hmm, <laughs> hmm, and you might not know whose voice is saying mm hmm. So I would just probably take a shot every time.
0: Every time it said, yeah.
2: <laughs> Unless you're listening to this while driving,
1: Robbie, would you I'm agree? Put that out there without using words.
3: Mm
0: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now correct me if I'm wrong. This was the um, was this the Simon Belmont one?
3: No, that was the next one. No, that was much later. And that was yikes. Yeah. That was the next one.
0: one, The next one after that. Because after, because it goes this one, the Simon Belmont reveal, and then it's the Incineroar Ken reveal. That was the last one.
2: Yeah. Don't forget Ridley. Yeah. Because this one, it ended with, uh, because they started talking about some of the features and like, oh, air dodging, directional air dodging is back. Oh, this is what an Echo Fighter is. By the way, uh, we have a new one. It's Daisy. Uh, And, you know, and then it ends and he's like, oh, we hope you know we're, we put a lot of work in bringing these old characters back, so we hope you're not expecting too many new characters. Pause. However, we do have something else to show you. To that trailer, and the instant I saw, okay, and I said this last time, Ridley was my number one most wanted okay. character, and has been for the past three games. Um, so when they cut, it was a space setting. Uh, I was texting a friend of mine who was also watching it, and. I quote, what I wrote was, they're doing it. I was trying to say they're doing it. <laughs> throw, and this is before you even saw any characters. So then when you see Samus in the front and then Mega Man and Mario behind her, I'm like, oh gosh, are they actually doing it? And then Ridley swoops by, kills Mega Man. Ridley swoops by again, kills Mario. And then Ridley shows up. And when that they cut to that splash screen where it said Ridley hits the big time, which A plus trolling,
3: mm-hmm. first of all.
2: Because uh, that was like, <laughs> Ridley's too big. Well, no, here he is. Uh, and then they showed... I didn't want to believe it until they showed actual gameplay of him on a normal stage fighting other characters and I was like this is going to be the best game ever. I'm happy. You know, if Ridley is the only new character they add, I'm happy. This is great. You sound like me with Kingdom Hearts
3: 3. <laughs> <laughs> I vividly remember I was at work not paying any attention when this was happening and I turned on my phone at one point to just absurd amounts of text messages, including from Chris, just telling me, you need to watch the Nintendo Direct, you need to watch the trailer, you need to watch it. And, you know, I'm watching it, watching it, watching it, trying to figure out... It was cool that everyone was back. I was excited. At this point, I still just thought it was basically a port of four where they added, they brought back characters, but I wasn't expecting anything. And I got to the end, and I probably had the same reaction as Chris, although I was keyed into there's a reason they told me to watch this.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: And then... Same reaction as Chris. I'm like... Because it, it looks roughly like the setting he was in in Subspace Emissary yes. in Brawl. And so it was the same thing. It's I saw Samus and that set. I'm like, oh, my God. And, but still, wasn't really expecting it to actually happen until I saw the footage, and it was just incredible. <laughs> and then I immediately went to the internet, and I see on Twitter all these pictures of... Uh, of Neither of them are too big. They're both in of, of Ridley and K. because... You know, we didn't know we were gonna all gonna hate him yet but that's when we
2: found out about Carol too I don't hate Carol was at the end of the Belmont reveal oh sure yeah
3: I... you're right you're right you're right
2: because that was the one more thing of that one
3: you're right yep
2: you're right you're right <laughs> but the I remember the uh like like the day before the direct someone tweeted this joke that went viral that was it was two characters that will never be in smash and it was a picture of Star Wars actress Daisy Ridley <laughs> and that day they announced both daisy and ridley <laughs> and there was a lot of dunking on that tweet uh, the next day <laughs> that's you know,
0: amazing keep saying one more thing and it makes me think of jackie's uncle from Jackie Chan adventures <laughs>
3: one more <laughs> thing what a deep cut <laughs> yeah jackie
0: <laughs> we're all magic over deep cuts
1: you know, you guys talking about this i just want to say this really quickly because I'm kind of jumping ahead, I think, but I really hope that on April 1st they announce Waluigi.
2: <laughs> so oh yeah, that was the other thing. They showed the assist trophies, and Waluigi was in there. I said, "Well, guess that one's that dream is dead." Uh, it'd just
1: be so funny if they pseudo announce him. We can anyway. talk about
0: the conspiracies the theories later, but there yeah, was yeah, yeah. like a leak that supposedly one of the fighters is an assist trophy that's going to become a fighter, and they said they've already started work on the um, trailer for it, and it's, an ass, like, an assist, like, breaking out of the assist trophy-like box and then becoming, a, like, a fighter. Oh, it what must be Shadow is, the is? Hedgehog. Oh, it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's gotta be. That? All that trailer just for an out. Echo Fighter. Uh,
0: but moving forward, we get the Simon Belmont reveal. And Robbie, you can talk a little bit about this because... Yeah, that's uh, yours. The next time to direct. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think there's anybody who was more excited for Simon Belmont and, you know, Riker, the one that doesn't have a mullet. Um, what, <laughs> describe what it was like during that, uh, during that reveal.
3: So that one I watched at lunch. I knew that there was going to be a reveal. I was watching during lunch. My number one had been Ridley, but my number two, close number two was Simon. I just wanted Simon. I, I, I grew up watching Captain N, the Game Master, and it was not an accurate representation in any way whatsoever because he was blonde and had a bag of tricks and kept a mirror with him everywhere. And it's just – if no one has ever watched that show, Simon is basically Fabio, <laughs> and it's weird. <laughs> but Simon Belmont so. was on this show. I watched as a as a kid, and then – and I loved – you know, I love Castlevania games. I've never played something in the night, but I love Castlevania games. Um, and so that was, Simon was my number two. And when Luigi was walking around, I couldn't figure out what was happening, what was important about this. And then death showed up. And I knew exactly what was happening when death showed up. And I just couldn't believe it because it was, it was this one that as far back as when melee came out and they expanded the roster I was thinking, well, what if they had characters from non-Nintendo properties that are identified with Nintendo? And Simon Belmont was the first thing I thought of just because the whip and his moveset just worked perfectly for Smash Brothers. But I just resigned myself to that's never going to happen. And so I just – I remember I was sitting in the cafeteria at work, and I just lost my mind. And the guy I was sitting with was, what, what, what? what? And I, I – Zach probably knows what it was like because he's sat and watched March Madness with me in the, in the cafeteria before. <laughs> it was that reaction of just sudden screaming and then people looking at me. And I just I'm glad that you said screaming
1: because that's what I pictured. <laughs> just, ah! Yes, it was roughly ah! like that.
3: And then and then they they went into his moveset and how he plays. And um, I think I, I had talked with you guys about this beforehand. I know I had talked to Chris of how his moveset was perfect. And I had thought, you know, okay, his... His side B needs to be the cross, and his regular mm-hmm. B needs to be the axe and you can control a little bit, like Yoshi's eggs. And his his uh, down B has to be the holy water. And I, I just, I all those things. And you know, I think the whip needs to be slow, but it's got to be strong and have range. And they built the character I imagined in my head, which is mm-hmm. you know when they announced Banjo Jumping Ahead. I hope what they do as well. But it's just <laughs> his move set was just so. Perfectly, exactly no what I
2: wanted.
3: It was just exactly what I wanted his move set to be, and I couldn't believe it. It's it's as many things as this franchise has given to me. It was the first time that it was ever just giving me something that a I didn't actually expect, and b just literally exactly what I wanted. Instead of just being a clone of Captain Falcon, it was just, <laughs> which is how Ganondorf, you know, disappointed mm-hmm. me all those generations ago. It was just so amazing, and then. All the music and the settings and all the the bosses, it was just... And it hasn't disappointed playing it. hasn't disappointed at all. I just couldn't believe that Simon Belmont was actually in Smash Brothers. It was a dream come true.
0: Well, that checks out. <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, um, I've talked about this on the show before, but um, when I had an N64, I did not... I played it later, much later on, but I did not have Super Mario sixty four. My platformer of the uh, of the generation was definitely Donkey Kong sixty four. So seeing King K rule,
3: mm-hmm. um,
0: a character who I, I remember even as a child was a meme um, in a game like Smash. Uh-huh. Goodness gracious! Uh, and he turned out to be one of the funnest characters, one of the easiest to pick up and most frustrating to play against. So. Uh-huh. Good
2: for
0: him. Yeah, he's a With for just a while, the so much fun. music.
2: Oh man, <laughs> so good. that that gameplay Galleon remix in this game. I mean, gameplay Galleon has always been a great boss mm-hmm. theme, but the the remix in this one is just so good. And a uh, little bit less appreciated, but I also love the uh, the Crocodile Cacophony remix. His boss theme from. Donkey Kong Country Two, uh, in this game, is fantastic.
1: Robbie's going back yeah. to the blender now. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you get some hot blending action. There's a shot right there, everybody. There's a shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Robbie's ready to make a different kind of movie. Um... <laughs> Whoa! That reveal
2: trailer was so much fun too, with DDD as the uh, yes, the fake K rule. uh a Side note: Sakurai directed all of the character reveal trailers himself. Like, of course played- he did. Yeah. Because he's uh I mean this in a good way, but he's a control freak. Uh yes. I I understand that because any if you ever had to do a group project with me in school, you you, you get it. Uh,
1: um I got well, an A. Yeah. yeah.
2: But uh but that trailer was just so much fun. And you know, they're hinting at like, "Oh, this is going to be a K-rule trailer." And then, "Oh, it was me, DDD D D." And then, "Nope, it was actually K-rule." <laughs>
3: Bait and switch and back to switch yeah
0: and so we move we move forward and we get to the next trailer which is the final trailer it's the the smash direct right
3: oh isabel
0: oh isabel My bad. they
2: did a nintendo direct where they didn't talk about smash at all and then there was another one more thing that was actually two more things uh which was isabel and smash and then animal crossing on switch
0: man i forgot there were so many of these yeah Are right we-
3: Thinking about it now, um, but then yeah, and it in was the end, it the, ended up with more new characters than we ever expected. Like it's not uh-huh. a huge new roster, but it's a good new roster. I I mean, it is. It's also just a gigantic roster. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Oh, come
2: on, needs more swords.
1: Needs, yeah.
0: <laughs> needs oh, more firearms, oh, swords.
2: During that last one, by the way, don't forget <laughs> that was when they announced two new Echo fighters, which was um, uh, Dark Samus and Crop.
0: Anyway. I was waiting not to bring up Echo Fighter so I wouldn't trigger Peaches. I know. I know. We'll, we'll talk. About it <laughs> we later. know we're
1: gonna talk about
0: him. <laughs> we will get there. Um, so the next one is the um, the Smash Direct that happened, and that's where mm-hmm. they showed off Ken and Incineroar, and was there anybody else?
2: Uh, that was it for characters. But uh, the big announcement for that one was Spirits.
0: All right, Spirits, and they they detailed the World of Light trailer. They Uh showed the World of Light trailer detailed what World of Light was going to be like, which I think we can all agree, and we can sort of segue into talking about the game now and talking about World of Light in general. Um, What a goddamn masterpiece. Man, you know, you pick up a game like Smash, and let me say, let me preface this by saying, because I played Smash, I have had a fighting game renaissance. My wife can attest to this. I am playing all kinds of fighting games now, and I am enjoying them, but it is... Definitely something where you pick up a fighting game and the the fighting seems one-dimensional right so you're 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 sort of doing a lot of repetition you're doing the same thing over and over again something the world of light does is it, is it mixes all this up right it turns it on its head because of the amount of characters in smash because of the amount of items because of the amount of stages because of the all the different ways you can mix up that formula to make it fresh it continues to feel new where in some other games, a story mode where you're going through and you're just doing battle after battle can sort of feel, you know, samey after a while. So kudos to Nintendo for being able to put a
3: mode together like this. Yes. No, I I agree. And, um, it was sorely missed after we talked about subspace emissary some last week, so I won't go back to it. Um, but that was what four was missing was a good, you know, campaign mode. And this doesn't replace Subspace Emissary. In a lot of ways, I think it does something better. Um, I think the spirits are a much deeper mechanic than the stickers ever were. Yes, um, absolutely.
1: You didn't even and, need and the
3: stickers. No, you didn't need the stickers. They were kind of fun. They looked cool. but
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but the spirits are much deeper, and you know it's fun to mess around, but um, you know, I miss some of the aspects of Subspace Emissary, like the platforming wasn't great, but I kind of miss that platforming. I miss the, the buddy thing, where you're matched with a couple different characters, but in terms of everything else, the depth of the mode and the being able to um, choose your adventure, basically, is really incredible. And I, I've, I've loved it. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on Galeem and I refuse to lower the difficulty just to beat Galeem. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, it, it's just so – there's so much going on. And just the mechanics for setting up the different uh, scenarios are just so clever, just so unbelievably clever. Um, like the, the street fighter, I hope everyone's been there by now, but the street fighter map where everyone, no one can jump high. So it forces you on the ground. It's all, um, uh, what's, what's the word? Stamina battles. You, one it's one one. stamina battles. So it's just recreating. And I used Sheik and it just felt like Sheik belonged in street fighter as I was going through these. <laughs> and it felt yeah. like I was fighting M. Bison and it felt like I was fighting, uh, 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 sword hands, man. Um, I can't even think of it. Yeah, no, yeah, Cipher. <laughs> uh, is that is that um, Vega? Vega? Vega, yes, Vega, yeah. Vega. It just well, like it's the, so um,
0: the Blanca one with Donkey Kong, where his
3: Donkey Kong's that, green. That was where I Jones. realized this game was brilliant. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god, I cheese
1: that whole section, guys. I Did feel you? like a douche. Uh, do? I I put on like extra powerful oh. special moves and more damage with fire, and I just went in with Bowser and I breathed on everybody
2: no but you know that's the thing about world of light and the spirits there's no way to cheese it there are so many different ways to play it right there's no wrong way sure yeah yeah um i um uh, no i know you guys have not finished it as of this morning i have 100 percent cleared world of light i will not speak about the things that you have not gotten to yet but when you talk about the sub areas like Street Fighter. Or Donkey Kong Country because there's you you go to the world one Donkey Kong Country map at one point it's amazing. Uh, That's cool. There, there are even
3: better things in your future uh, that you have not seen yet. And there was a Monster Hunter map, and the oh. three of you don't care that as much as you should. But there was a Monster Hunter map. I did Robbie, talk about
2: Robbie, talk about Rathalos. Talk about and, how brilliant okay. it is. I know so you first watching.
3: off, first off, how great Rathalos is in World of Light. It's especially in the early games, and that's what this one mostly references Monster Hunters 1 and 2. Uh, Most of my time is 3 and 4, but in the early games, but in all of them, Rathlos is just known and hated for when you finally find where he is, he gets up and flies away. And so there's this mechanic of trying to get Rathlos just to fight you in the first place. It's infuriating, and they intentionally brought back that infuriating mechanic trying to chase him around the map. But then for those who have not played Monster Hunter, when you finally get to the Rathalos fight, when I started fighting him the first time, after a few seconds, it clicked to me that I knew what he was doing because in this Nintendo game, Smash Brothers Ultimate, they brought the, the most iconic monster from Monster Hunter that's been in every Monster Hunter game and that I've probably killed hundreds of them and put them in this game. And they're... Move set, their tells and their moves are basically exactly from Monster Hunter, just on a 2D plane. To the point where I know, having played Monster Hunter a million times, I know what move is coming next. And it was so, like, surreal and it was just amazing to be playing that. You know, I'm here. I am as I think Fox was the first person I ever fought him as, and and oh my god, I know exactly what I'm doing as though I had the great sword or or a hammer to fight the Rathlos and. And down to after the second or third time I fought him, I realized you could break the parts off his head and the parts off his tail, and that's a mechanic for Monster Hunter. Yeah, yes. I didn't um, even know that, and I thought time. Yeah, Rathalos in Monster Hunter, it's now. a part part of the fights in Monster Hunter, are breaking the parts off of the monsters to collect items off of them. Um, and that's they brought that into this. And then the the craziest of all the mechanics, though, the absolute craziest, is that one of the easy ways to kill Rathlos that I mostly don't do because it makes the game too boring, but that people will use when they're farming Rathalos, they're trying to kill him hundreds of times for his parts. They'll, they bring two things with them from Monster Hunter. There's the flash bombs, which stun monsters with blinding light, and the pitfall traps, which you put on the ground, and the monster falls down into the pitfall trap. And so in this game, they brought uh, pitfall traps, the, the, the um, Smash Brothers version, and Deku Nuts, and those spawn repeatedly in the Rathalos fight, because you're able to tease it the same way in this, using those items as you could in Monster Hunter, where you you trap it in the pitfall trap and wail on it. Then when it gets out, you hit it with the Deku nut and stun it. And it stuns longer if you hit it in the air, just like Monster Hunter. And it's just so crazy. It's so, because I I know you guys don't love those games the way I do, but I just, and, and and there's other games in this that I don't love the way other people do, like Street Fighter. I don't love Street Fighter, but it's cool the labor of love they put into Street Fighter. And for Monster Hunter to have just actually said, you know, hey, Monster Hunter fans, here's a whole section of this game just to make you specifically happy mm-hmm. was just mind-blowing, and I, I I just couldn't get over the the attention of detail in it.
2: Yeah, I think it was you, it was either you or Eduardo in the last episode said that Brawl was we love you, Nintendo, the game. Mm-hmm. This one is we love you, video games, the right. game. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely. It is absolutely a love letter to all those series, and I mean, my thoughts on World of Light is that, uh, first of all, just the whole spirit mechanic. I mean, the way that they were able to embrace Smash Brothers as a crossover. And this is how they're able to cross over with so many other games. I mean, I just did um, on the spirit board today a Plague Knight fight from uh, Shovel Knight. Um, I did a Metroid Queen fight. I have done, um, okay, K Rule as K Raid. (laughs) Um, as Craig from Metroid is fantastic, Mm -hmm. you know, such a good job. I loved even uh, the Lakitu fight. Uh, it's Iggy uh, in his Koopa clown car with eight tiny red Bowsers as the Spinies. They do such a good job. Um, Uh, I mean, one of my favorites is probably, and because I'm still holding out for Geno, because I mean, Mario RPG is one of my favorite games of all time, but the Geno fight. Uh, also includes Mario holding a shell because the shell is one of the items that Mario uses in Mario RPG as his weapon. Peach, um, Bowser, you've got Kirby representing Mallow, and um, Sheik as a uh, as Gino because she fires the bullets, the quick bullets, just like Gino does. Uh, so I mean, they did such a great job of uh, recreating mm-hmm. all these characters. And it's uh, crazy how he, many
1: spirits there are too. To think like right. Even if you yeah. don't know what game that Spirit is from, they probably made a fight pretty similar to whatever that character is.
2: And they're adding Absolutely. new ones every week, too, which is cool with these oh, events. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are cool. One, I do want to say one thing about World of Light, again, without spoiling. Uh, like, like, kind of like Robbie said, one of the things that I miss from uh, Sub-Stories Emissary was the actual, you know, the cutscenes of them all together. And the only one to really get in this one is the first one, which was also in the trailer when you've got... Marth and everyone saying, oh, we've got to stop this, you know, Gleam, and you've got Fox, don't let us... Stole Gleam your Bye. fear. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you have Sonic reaching out to save Pikachu because Sonic saves small animals in his game, so he's going to try to do it here. And Sonic and Pikachu are best friends, and that's canon, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs>
0: you
2: know, and you have Snake hiding in the box to avoid Gleam's, you know, Thanos beams. Um, but, uh... So so I miss, you know, there being more of that, like there was in Subspace Emissary. But the gameplay, I mean, this is kind of like a cross between adventure mode and event mode. Uh,
1: I don't know if I want
2: to Google that. Don't, don't, don't. Nope, do do don't. it. Don't. don't. I will um, not do that. Yeah, sorry, Robbie's saying things in the chat. Um, I'm not
1: even going to repeat it for the recording. Yeah. Yes. No, just in case. <laughs> um, but, I don't anyway, um,
2: but there is one moment in World of Light towards the very end that is the greatest gameplay moment in any Smash Brothers game. That's all I'm going to say. When you get there, you will know.
1: All right, uh, now I have to do it. i got to jump it's, back in there, man.
2: It's incredible. Like, like when this thing happened, and when I realized what was happening was happening, I shouted, what, at my TV, and all of you who have finished World of Light know exactly what I'm talking about. So...
1: Uh, yeah, I probably got about halfway through, and then Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu happened, so.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got to say, the World of Light is pretty as hell. Like, if none of oh, these yeah. other things, like, did it for you with World of Light, at least you go in there and you go, this is nice to look
0: at. Because yep. <laughs> it's cool. a beautiful world.
3: Have you guys stopped and looked at, like, the detail on the map? Is going right? Like, when you unlock Link, he's standing on one of the Sheikah Towers. Um like the map is a Sheikah Tower when you uh-huh. go to Unlock Link. Um There's a town that's made up of like Wiis and GameCubes and Super Nintendos mm-hmm. and like there's just so many little details on the map that are cool.
2: One of the buildings in that town is actually the Nintendo headquarters too. Like the actual mm-hmm. building. That's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah.
0: You know, and I find modes like this really important for, for fighting games in general. When I think about me... Try, and maybe this is why Smash 4 didn't have as much longevity. When I think about a casual player, somebody, somebody who's going to pick up and buy Smash because they were recommended to, right? What's going to keep them playing? Um, so they pick up Smash, and they, they pick up a mode. And what the mode does really well is it teaches you the game. It teaches you it in very subtle ways because of the interactions with the spirits, right? So you know um, if I have a metal... Enemy, you know it's gonna be harder to launch him. So I'm gonna have to figure out creative ways of getting him off the map, or you know what a stamina battle is. And so you you sort of learn the game so that you are more excited to then play online to then continue playing the game. Whereas in another fighting game, if you pick up the game, you go you go into arcade mode for a little bit, you whip a computer's butt a little bit, and then you go online and somebody poops down your throat. <laughs> and, and that's basically the fighting game experience for anyone who's ever just picked up a fighting game and then gone online afterwards um, that's basically what happens to almost anyone you're like oh man this game's really easy I'm really good at it and then you go online and then somebody shows you that you are in fact awful at this game um, but with Smash you can sort of ease into that better and it, I think it makes it more of a fun experience because of the world of light and everything that's happening over there and all that you learn in that other mode and I like think it's just green. masterful by by Nintendo. You know and what I, so I learned?
1: They're... How much I hate wind. Yeah. yeah. Wind I, never I, I never had to deal
3: with it because, like, I never had to deal with it because I got a, a spirit that protected me from wind like right away. Oh, so I, I did it, too. So that I never a for a while.
1: It. Yeah. I am too stubborn to switch to the wind ones. Okay. Oh, There's that's a... how you,
2: there, you can't that? win without switching spirits. That's the whole point of the game, Peaches. Come on.
0: I don't wanna. <laughs> I want to do extra damage while I'm fighting the wind. <laughs> There's a fight that I keep having trouble with and it's in the the lair, the the sort of underground factory that you get snake in mm-hmm. and there is incineroar it's villager and they have a constant assist trophy. Oh my of the, god. Of the floating yellow um cowboy, oh, do you know
3: one, what I'm that? Talking one about? that one was I hard for a long game. time. Oh oh time. Oh that
2: was hard.
0: <laughs> it's so
2: I
3: frustrating well oh, that's card. right cuz
2: it's a it's 9 volt and 18 volt, right? Right. Yeah. Ugh. that
1: yeah, one, that was, one was not fun.
2: It was a <laughs> <of> Franklin badge. <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: that's how I did it.
2: Yeah,
3: Franklin badge.
2: It makes it nominally easier. One of,
3: one of my best. I think it's my best defensive spirit has two slots and starts me with a Franklin badge. So, oh, that's great. What's yeah? I, uh, I think it's probably Pooh. No, or um Hero, something hero. Okay. I don't remember. I, I don't even recognize what game it's I from. But yeah. it just—it's what I use as my default blue spirit, because okay. the Franklin badge is great, and the two slots is great, and it's my—I think it's my second most powerful spirit overall. Um, mm-hmm. So like, that's my go-to blue. My go-to green one is some Pokemon I don't recognize with antlers. Um, oh, is there my go- is. Yes, that one. And my go-to red is. Uh, Beast Ganon, because then you just run into people and hurt. Yes, because it gives you impact
2: run. That's that's <laughs> been my go-to red one for a while, and you get a bonus uh, if you if your characters from the same series as your primary spirit as well. Right. So what I didn't know that. use Beast Ganon with yeah. Ganondorf? And what? Yes, yeah. There's so many layers like to the mechanics in this game. Um, I nice. uh, one of my my best blue spirit is uh, second form Mother Brain from Super Metroid, which starts you out giant.
0: I have that,
2: a... uh, which is very nice, very useful in the end game. Sounds uh, like World of Light is like an ogre. And ogres <laughs> are like onions.
0: Cake savers. Why could you say parfaits? Everyone layers. likes parfaits.
1: No, they're like onions. Onion parfaits. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's>
2: gross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, uh, my. That's crazy, oh, man. An onion parfait. I know. Can we talk for a second about unlocking the characters? What did you all think of the uh, uh, the mechanic of you, you you start with the original eight characters from sixty four, and I know then you yeah uh, the other sixty characters? You know, after that.
3: It, uh, Wait, what do you I, mean?
2: I didn't feel bad about it. What are you
1: talking about? No,
3: that's what I mean. I mean, you, yeah. you liked it. I know oh, okay. you. You said last time that the game to you was unlocking characters in Melee. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I just like, like Thank it. you. I, I honestly liked it too. I really. Now that I have the whole roster, I am sad uh-huh. that I won't hear the siren of Challenger approaching anymore. Like, I genuinely enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. And yesterday, it made, it, made go- <laughs> it made going online a little sucky for the first few days because it meant that I didn't have much to choose from. Uh-huh. But continually adding and trying new things as the game went on, like, I, I thought was fantastic. It was it was legitimately fun to unlock people. Even though I knew everyone coming, it was cool to get them.
1: Yeah. I didn't feel like I did any like hacks or anything to get them. I like Mm -mm. I knew that they were on a ten minute timer, but I didn't want to do that thing that everyone's like, Oh, you can lock everybody in like an hour if you like die and then reset your game and like that thing. I didn't do that. I just played World of Light for like ten to twelve minutes and then I left World of Light and I fought a new character.
2: And then I might have won and I
1: might have lost. Who knows? (laughs)
2: I did a lot of classic mode because you got a new character after every classic mode round. Yeah, I got a lot of them for classic. Mode. And uh, and I, I know it didn't bother me. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I just want all the characters, and yeah, I want all the characters too. But I also had to put myself in the shoes of, you know, what if you know I was the same age now as I was when I played the original or when I played melee, and how exciting it was whenever new characters showed up. And just imagine, like, I just imagine how much fun I would have had with my brother, like when we were kids unlocking this entire roster and we would have spent like all day just playing games. And, you know, because it's, again, if you just play for like 10 minutes in one mode, then a new character shows up. I just imagine just like playing smash all day, you know, just the regular old battle. And then at the end of a match, Oh, Hey, is uh, here. Oh, Hey, uh, Ridley's here. And just how exciting that would have been. So I don't, I don't mind it
0: at all. Well, mm-hmm. and it was due large in part to how gigantic the roster is right so because the roster was so huge they could just pop out characters over and over and over again to you so you felt like there was constantly something happening and you were constantly getting new characters and it just Uh you know you were every during the right interval you were getting that dopamine hit you know that that hit of dopamine that was like oh nope now i gotta keep playing because in 10 more minutes there's gonna be another new character Mm -hmm. i don't know i I want
2: the characters faster in this than i have in any other smash
0: I I liked the way they did it because
1: it they did have such a huge pool and, like, I didn't want it to take days and days and days for me to unlock characters. But I almost kind of like the way that they did it in the original or the first two games where, like, you could do a specific thing to unlock a specific character or you could play, like, gradually increasing amounts of brawls, like... I don't Not remember yet. exactly the character unlock order from Melee, but it was, like, you played one brawl, and you got to fight, like, Ness or Jigglypuff or whatever it was. And then you played uh, 10, and you could unlock this person. Then you played 50, and you could uh, you could fight this person. Or you could go to the event stages, and you could play through up to one of the events, and if you beat event number, you know, 9, you unlocked Jigglypuff that way. like. Yeah. I almost wish that they would have done it that way, but if they would have started you like they did with the eight original Super Smash Bros. characters and then you had to unlock, like, 65 more, that would have been really tedious mm-hmm. to have a there's... different way to get the rest of them, you know?
2: And World of Light, I guess, sort of takes that place as well because you can unlock them through the course of the adventure as well. That's true. That's so true. That would that actually t- it takes a lot longer, <laughs> really. Yeah.
1: They could have, I mean... They would have had to add a lot more modes, though, I guess, if they wanted to do it that way. Because you either have to put like a big handful of them in World of Light and then a big handful of them in something else and a big handful of them in something else. But like in the previous games, they had like the target practice that you could do and they had a lot of home run contest content. And they still mm-hmm. have like the 100 man brawl and the cruel smash and all that stuff in this one. But they don't necessarily have as many side mini games probably because they were focused on the characters in the world of light content. Yeah. It would be harder to make very specific ways to unlock the characters.
0: Yeah. And we, th- there's also going to be modes that we're not going to touch on here during the show that they've done. Um, like the spirit board, which I haven't even touched. I have not. Yeah. It took me a while to even get to it. My toe in the spirit board <laughs> at all. Um, for me, the modes that exist right now are smash classic and adventure mode. And I, that's just all I have time for. Um, But speaking of the classic mode, you know, as masterfully done as World of Light is, I think equally masterfully done is each individual character's classic mode, right? So classic mode is just as curated. And and I talked about this when we first um, were texting about the game. And I talked about similarly to Robbie's experience with the Street Fighter um, World of Light area, Ryu's classic mode was exactly that same way. Um, It was flat omega stages it was 1v1 it was limited jumps it was stamina battles it was basically just street fighter and that just sort of like clued me into how incredible um the classic modes were were there any that kind of stood out to you guys
3: mega man's mega man's mega man's was fantastic because each stage is just representing and very well representing a classic robot master Uh Um, Honestly, I can't even remember. Off the top of my head, I can't even remember which ones it was. I just knew I liked them all. Uh,
2: There was a a Woodman stage that was...
3: uh, And of course, uh, it uses the music mm
0: -hmm. from their
3: stage. Um, It recreates the... uh, In Mega Man 1, towards the end of Mega Man 1, one of the Wily bosses is fighting a bunch of Mega Man and that goes through that, and you got to do with uh, the Yellow devil, which was the Wily boss in the same game at the same time at the same stage. Um, and then, then the ending.
2: Oh, and God, the ending. Chris
3: is the one that pointed this. In fact, you're the one that clued me into it, and I didn't recognize it. So what is the ending of the Mega Man Classic Mode?
2: So the final boss of... Okay, first of all, for anyone who hasn't played Ultimate yet, uh, Classic Mode does not always end with Master Hand or Crazy Hand. Um, everyone has a different final boss. Uh, some of them are bosses from World of Light... Um, this isn't really a spoiler for example if you play Simon's you fight Dracula at the end of it because of course you do Um, which they did such a great job of recreating the Dracula fight but I digress Um, the Mega Man final boss is it's on the Wily stage and first you fight Dr. Mario who is filling (laughs) in for Dr. Wily then you KO Dr. Dr. Mario yes and, (laughs) and then when you finally KO Dr. Mario Mewtwo shows up and it took me a second, but for those of you who have played through Mega Man Two, when you defeat Doctor Wily, Wily jumps up into the air and morphs into this weird-looking alien thing. When you defeat the alien thing, it turns out that it's just a robot that Wily built, and he's in the back, like manipulating it. And that's when he's like, "Oh, oh, hang on, he got me. I better, you know, bow down and ask for forgiveness." I never uh, beat I'm Mega a... Man Two. Oh, so no. I didn't know that. Peaches, yeah, so, Peaches, so fix your is, life. The Mewtwo <laughs> is representing the alien awesome. boss from Mega Man 2 and i was so excited when i realized that
3: i, <laughs> I could mean, tell perfect. that this was something clever i just wasn't getting the reference and uh-huh. I, it took chris to point out to me that it's supposed to be the alien and it's like oh my god yeah so were the mega think-
1: man stages also stamina battles
2: i
3: no, they're not st- no no they're are
2: not they? i can't remember they all I are in World so of so. Light, i know but uh but i don't think they were in um in the no, I don't think they are in
3: classic
1: no. mode. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I only played Link and Zelda classic mode. I probably played the least mm-hmm. out of all of you guys because of my other addictions. But yeah,
3: <laughs> but I,
1: I, I, I played as Link and I got to the Ganon boss fight and he
2: <sighs> kicked my ass. I was not expecting a Ganon boss fight. Right. Like, I
1: did not think Ganon was in his game he wiped the floor with me because I didn't know how to hit his sweet spot because there are spots. Because
3: you won't play Ocarina of Time, Peaches. I'm sorry.
1: It's not that I won't play it. It's just that I don't want to right now. The point is is, I couldn't beat him as Link. So when I died, I didn't have any coins because it was the very first thing that I did. And I didn't want to like blow anything yet. So... I went straight back into Classic Mode and played a Zelda because I figured they'd have the same final boss and they did and I just Dins fired the shit out of him and he died.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, Link is the hardest person to beat Ganon with because mm-hmm. he doesn't have moves that work very well. Dins fire works great and if you tune Link's Classic Mode is also clever because it's a, um, a Four Swords Adventure reference oh, that's where cool. you're fighting with four different Links so it's you and three CPU Links of different colors Each time one of them dies, they're gone for the rest of the classic mode unless you hit a game over.
1: Oh, my gosh.
3: But if you can keep them alive, Ganon is super easy because he comes after you, but they get behind him and wail on his tail. Oh, that's So it's over. If you have all three three of them, it's over in seconds.
1: So you can protect them. If you can protect them, it's pretty easy. Yes,
3: Yes. if you can protect them, it's one of my highest classic scores classic mode scores is Toon Link because of actually how easy his uh, classic mode is with the multiple hmm. characters. But that's a great reference. Uh, all the bosses are cool except for, you know, Master Hand and Crazy Hand are a disappointing. It's disappointing every time I get to the end. It's just Master Hand and Crazy Hand because I've fought them for, what are we at? We're at uh, 20 years now. And yeah. I mean, there's got to be
1: though a handful of characters that like, hey... I'm not gonna put a giant ice wall in the game. Oh sure. So sure, uh, absolutely, fight yeah. master I, I, hand. I,
3: it's not that much of a complaint, it's just a, a disappointment when it's compared to some of the other ones. Plus, they're yeah. way harder than the other bosses. So it oh, are they? Yeah. score. Oh yeah. Dracula's yeah, yeah, actually are. easy. Oh Dracula's of the easiest, easy. actually. Um but Do you he's fight like, Rathless. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark yeah, fights Rathlos. Who does? One of the Pokemon Yoshi fights Rathlos um yeah there's a few characters dinosaur that versus
1: dinosaur ish yes. thing
3: yes yeah no yeah um,
2: that's actually the theme is i think
3: uh, it's a wyvern
2: whatever dude i'm sorry
3: <laughs> well
0: i i like that the, the hantons were there because some of their classic modes weren't necessarily references to them in any other game but specifically to them in smash so mm-hmm. wolf's um his classic mode run is a like a trip down memory lane of all the characters that had been in a smash game but then had not been in subsequent right. smash so games. I love and that. so it's, it's like so him cluttered. Ice Climbers, um the Pokemon, uh Pichu, like all of the ones that were in a Smash game but then didn't make it in another one. And, and then is you, it I
3: Captain, think you end up with Crazy Hand and Master Hand. Is mm-hmm. it Captain Falcons that is someone's it's either Captain Falcon or P or uh Jigglypuff, I think. Is just going through the original eight as or the Puff. original 12 Smash characters. It's
2: Jigglypuff. It's uh, Jigglypuff because j- to unlock Jigglypuff in the original, you had to beat classic mode with every character.
3: There, there you go. So it's all <laughs> those yeah, characters
2: it. on the N64 stages um, <laughs> as oh, well. Oh, that's cool.
3: Yeah. God damn, I've everything. Uh huh. Right. They're all, and they're all unique. Peaches told me about the Zelda classic mode, and I immediately went to play it because one of the stages <laughs> is the yiga clan trying to kill you <laughs> yes which is i love it so
2: i haven't oh, done Zelda's yet that's amazing dude, Chris, you it's, need to play, so good. it's literally
3: the me fighters dressed as the <sighs> Yiga clan trying to kill you yeah <laughs> it's so good that's, that's, that's incredible. incredible there's some other great stuff okay. oh and i don't know if you've done mewtwo's mewtwo's is clever because mewtwo keeps fighting two characters at once and i don't think it's always two characters but mewtwo's each time mewtwo wins in the next round one of the characters from the previous round is now a mind-controlled CPU fighter helping. You.
2: Oh good lord, it's a reference to the freaking movie.
3: Oh my yes, god. It is. Yes, it is. That's so meta. <laughs> and it's it's a grayed-out, like a uh, uh, undercolored, grayed-out CPU fighting you like a clone <sighs> from the movie. That's amazing. That's so that I like love, cuts deep.
2: Yeah. But sort of in that in that vein, I don't know if uh, you know in the boxing ring stage when they show the characters up, they give them all a title, um, like you know Mario's is like Mister Video Game or something like that. Um, is Bowser's that a joke, man, yeah, but they give them all like like fighter titles. Uh, Ridley's is Cunning God of Death because of course it is. It's okay, a it's, a <laughs> reference, it's a reference to the Japanese Metroid Zero Mission website. Uh, where that was his subtitle, um, but Pokemon trainers is wants to be the very best, and awesome. that warms my heart. Well, they uh, messed
1: up with Mario. I'll tell you right now because they yeah. should have named Mario the Great Gonzalez.
2: <laughs> yes, they
1: why didn't they do that?
2: Oh, that is a missed opportunity right there. For it a sure,
1: fat. is he was in he was in a wrestling scenario. Oh. Why wouldn't he be named the Great
2: Gonzalez? Come on. Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, for those of you who have not had the great fortune of playing that amazing game. Uh,
0: So so since we're already talking about all about the characters, let's talk about the characters. So first, I'm going to ask the three of you. So we can start by prefacing and saying that the three of you are all three the exact same in this regard. You don't like playing the same characters more than once. Um, All three of you are exactly the same. So now I'm going to ask you a question (laughs) that goes completely against that. Who is your main (laughs) um and i'm going to i'm going to be strict here you can only pick one if you were going to say one character is your main in super smash brothers ultimate
3: who would it be honestly i'm going with simon um simon's been the one i've played with online the most where you know you can't switch every battle and so if i'm going to stick with someone it's simon i've already said why i'm excited simon's in it and i also just find him to be good i like the spacing with his whip and i like the uh the the area the control of your opponent's movement with the three different levels that his um, projectiles can go at so it's definitely been Simon I really liked Inkling as well and I think I kind of want to get to know the Inkling better plus I'm I'm the the one Splatoon nerd in this group um, but I really want to get better at the Inkling um, I know that I will never be good at Ridley because Ridley is entirely about aerials and Ridley is entirely about sweet spotting. And I know a lot of people are complaining that he's not good, but I think they're wrong. I think in the hands of a great Smash Brothers player, Ridley is going to be unbelievable. But I am not a great Smash player. So I can't handle Ridley. I'm really happy he's in it, but I can't play as him. So it's ended up being Simon, mostly.
0: You know, I think you can kind of give up on... um on the inkling now before she gets nerfed into oblivion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what's that strong about her. I'm going to be real honest, but I haven't played a lot of online. I've only really played online. With she's
3: people. got so many kill options. So people many know what they're options. doing are just really good yes. with her. Like really yes.
0: good. Well, that
1: sucks.
3: Like well, like if you're inked and stuck in the ground, her paintbrush just kills at such low levels. Yep. Um, she's got a great, it's either her up air or her down air is abusive. I think it's her up air it's uh, she just and she the the bombs are so the bombs are like like you know how people who are good with Yoshi are really annoying with the eggs the bombs don't have the range but they do more damage and more launch than the eggs ever did and it's it's just it's really frustrating
0: it's also impossible not to get paint on you like you were gonna get inked no matter what you do. You block, you're gonna get inked. You're gonna try to run away, you're gonna get inked. You're gonna try to attack, you're gonna get inked. Like, there is no way not to get ink on you and the multiplier is really, really punishing. Explain
1: Mm -hmm. this for the person that has very little inkling play. What exactly does the ink do? It just applies a multiplier?
0: Correct, the more ink you have, the more of a damage multiplier the inkling gets against you.
3: Okay. And launch, damage and and launch. launch. Okay. So
0: once you're fully mm-hmm. covered, it is really hard to kind of come back, especially because the Inkling is so fast, and their dash animation makes them really hard to kind of try to get a read of where they are at a time because they oh, yeah. jump into the ground.
1: They, like, dip, yeah. Like,
0: mm-hmm. And so that dash Frish. animation is really, like, crucial to co- kind of um, taking your opponent off guard. But we'll continue on. Peaches, you're next. Let's hear it.
1: I mean, the easy answer is all of the Fire Emblem sword (laughs) (laughs) characters. Just kidding. The easy answer is Lucas because he's been my boy for like two games. But like I'm having a really hard time picking for a couple of reasons. One, because I have not played the same character twice in a row unless it's World of Light just because Mm -hmm. I got used to playing that character with the bonuses that I have on them. But I'm still I'm finding that I'm still really into the heavy characters in this in this version of the game. Just like the last two, um, I'm having lots of fun with Ike and Bowser and K. Rule. I think at the end of the day, Lucas is still who I would consider my main. But um, I feel like I don't know if there's actually a huge speed difference. And Lucas has always been this way. But ever since, like, Lucas has come up in Brawl, the theme of Lucas is he will do a shit ton of damage to you or he will miss. And if he misses, he's in a lot of trouble because he's got, like, really long recovery animations on almost all of his moves. And I almost feel like I'm getting punished more in this version of the game when I miss than in previous versions, but it might just be because I'm rusty. So I don't know if it has to do with that or if there really is like just slightly more lag or what, but if you're going to make me pick, I say Lucas, but I still think we could have five more fire emblem sword characters.
0: (laughs) Chris, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, This is again, difficult for me because much like peaches, I have not played the same character usually more than once in a row. I haven't gone online very much. Uh, I intend to, uh, but when I've been playing, I've either been playing with friends online and not doing quick play Um, Or I've been playing Classic Mode and World of Light. And World of Light, I've just, I used a lot of Ganondorf and I used a lot of Bowser. Uh, And beefed those guys up. And there are guys that I used a lot in the previous game. Uh, If I had to pick, and I love the new guys, I love K. Rule, I love Ridley. um, And there are certainly characters in there that I would like to get good with. And I think that might be maybe your next question, so I won't get too far into that. Uh, but if I had to pick like the character again that I, I'm really liking the more I play as him, and I'm very glad that I'm liking the more I play as him, because if I wanted him for you know 15 years, he better be good. Uh, but it's this little purple guy right here, Ridley. So uh, <laughs> This uh, little purple guy. Yeah. Those of you who can't see, I have the amiibo. He's so... It's so cool looking. So threatening,
3: right? Oh, um, when, it's when they it's put too this, big to be an amiibo. When they put uh-huh. this guy
1: in the game, he's going to be my main. Oh,
0: dude. Uh, oh did i show you this
1: A little cuphead guy
0: you?
2: yeah you did show
1: me that uh,
0: huh, uh, very nice yeah genie guy um
2: again for those of you listening to this in an audio uh setting uh there were cuphead and mughead things being held up on the screen uh it's cuphead <laughs> and
0: his pal mugman <laughs> mugman excuse like me to I'm roll sorry. The dice.
1: Eduardo. what's your answer
0: so yeah. I'm going to oh, uh, <laughs> have a long-winded story because you guys I have too. a long-winded story about oh. literally everything. Um, but when I think about games in which I pick a main, I usually pick it based off of who do I connect the most with. Like, what character do I pick up and go, no, yeah, this is my character. And with Smash, I decided to do the opposite. I decided to just pick someone and play him to the point where I was good with him. Uh, let's, call it, let's call it passable until the point that I was passable with him. And it, it can go as to say um, go as to say what am I even saying? Um, you can oh, say yeah. that when I picked up the character that I would consider my main, all three of you know who it is. It's this boy right here. Where is he? There's a little wolf, a little dog man. Um, when I first started playing with him, I was really bad like really bad. Like I remember I sat down and Robbie and I did one, one V ones for, I think it was three or four hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> and at the beginning, Robbie was playing his mains and he was beating me and he was like, well, let me go and just pick random characters over and over and over again. And then it was beating me. he was beating me. he was beating me. And then I won one. And then he beat me again. And then I won another one. And then I started winning again and again. And then I started beating every time he picked a random character and then he was like, wait a second. And then he went back to his main Simon Belmont, and I remember him texting me afterwards being like, this was a completely different game than the first one we played this night in which he played Simon Belmont, because there has been such like a such like a, an evolution to my play. Mm-hmm. And I've never had that in a fighting game where I've really sort of saw my progression like that, and I was able to measure it that way. Um, so that's why I think Wolf is my main. I think he's just really cool looking, and he... <laughs> I mean one day I'll learn how to stop side being off the stage but you know it's all about looking cool if you don't do that what's the point fair Um, now another question I had in there what do you wish was your main? So I basically set this up for you because I wished for Wolf to be my main, and I made it happen. What character do you... Oh,
1: <laughs> big guy over you, here. You can do it. Wow.
2: Um,
1: what I saw my opportunity, you, um, and I took it.
0: What character have you picked up, and you've been like, this character's not for me, but I wish they were.
3: In my case, it's definitely Ridley, um, which I kind of already touched on. But, like, I... It, I'm not disappointed in Ridley at all. It's he's exactly what he should be. Um, I'm very excited. He's in it. It's just, he is not matched my play style in any way whatsoever. I've never been good at aerials. I've never been good at sweet spotting. Um, I, I mean, the way you win with Ridley is get people off the stage and punish them. And I can't, I am just not reliable at that. Uh, so I wish I was, I wish I feel like if I was good with Ridley, I would feel unstoppable. Um, so I really wish I could be, uh, I could main Ridley. And the other one is is Link. Link has always been my main just because I'm a Zelda nerd. And even knowing full well he's not actually a good character, I still just always played him. And then just this Breath of the Wild Link is just distinctly changed things from what I liked. I loved in 4 that Link's bomb didn't hurt him. And you just always had it on hand just to mess with someone. And now making it the remote bombs that also damage you throws off the mechanic, getting rid of the, uh, the hook shot Throws off his mechanics, and so I feel like I'm done. Probably, really, other than just want to messing around, ever playing Link again, and that kind of makes me sad.
0: I need to ask you because I don't know because I've never really like been a Link player. What's the <laughs> difference between him, young Link, and and Tomb Link, and why do those
3: not scratch that same itch? So, young Link is definitely good enough that I will probably play young Link instead of um, adult Link. Uh, the differences are there's a few. Um, their, their boomerangs move differently. Um, one thing that actually makes Young Link better than Adult Link in this one is, uh, his fire arrows do a good chunk of damage when you connect with them. Um, they don't have the same range. Um, in this one, the bombs are completely different. The, the fact that they, the younger ones have a hook shot and the adult doesn't, changes your recovery and changes your grab. Um, but mostly it's just, you know, speed, launch, power, their spin, their sword spins work differently. Um, yeah. Toon Link is really light and really fast. Um, adult Link is pretty slow, a little heavy. And then Young Link is kind of in the middle. And then how their different moves work differently. Um, yeah, the main difference, out. though. Difference. Absolutely. The main difference, though, is one thing that Smash 4 added that made Link just a little more viable. Is his dash attack turned into this little sword jump that actually has really good launch. And so having a dash attack that can punish people was a great feeling um, he still has that in this one, but Toon Link and Young Link don't.
1: You know how many times I jumped too close to somebody and it didn't connect because they were too close to me.
2: <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Or the opposite. I guessed that I was going to get. I was going to jump too late, so I jumped too early, and then mm-hmm. I just landed right in front of them, and I was like, "Oh hi." Mm-hmm. Please, please hit me.
0: What about you, Chris? What character do you wish you were? Just that you wish that was your main.
2: There, the two that I really want to get good with and really want to spend a lot of time with to get good with them, uh, it's going to be Pokemon Trainer uh, and Snake. Two uh, two guys in Brawl that I that I liked a lot was never super great with um, uh, Pokemon Trainer just because first of all it has Squirtle, who's one of the greatest Pokemon of all time uh, as a playable character. Yeah, um, but. The fact that Pokemon Trainer is three characters in one, uh, I mean, you have to learn three characters, first of all, but then you also have to learn the whole metagame of when do I switch characters? And I've seen some combos and dodges and stuff that people have been able to switch characters in such a way that it throws the other person off and they're able to punish that. And I just think that is like such a, you know, it's you know galaxy brain stuff really when <laughs> it's like um okay oh well, i'm gonna switch my character right now so that uh i can switch from you know i'll flare blitz you but then i'm gonna hit you a squirtle's up b right afterwards uh the you know, switch I, happens really fast in this one too does not yes. it mm-hmm. yes yeah. yeah and the fact that they took out the mechanic in uh from brawl where a pokemon would get tired and you would have to switch is really really great <laughs> wait <laughs> so, that
1: happened for real <laughs>
2: Yes. Yeah, in Brawl, they would get tired and weaker, and you would have to switch. And also, they had type disadvantages, uh, which was not good news for Ivysaur because so many characters had fire attacks.
1: I had no idea that that was a thing in Brawl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: so they took out the type disadvantages as well.
1: Um, no wonder uh, Ivysaur but, feels a lot stronger in this
0: game. Yeah. You know, I saw a video of somebody that was. They were on Final Destination, they were um, almost. They're below the stage and almost off screen and they upbead and can you switched... do that again. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Um, it's oil drum and yeah. then <laughs>
0: switched up back up to the stage. And it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. So apparently if you, I think it's, if you emote, you can switch quickly. So you upbeat, emote, switch, upbeat, and then just do that. And you'll go all the way back up and you'll be able to basically recover from anything.
1: That's yeah, right. I, you, I saw the like, exactly
3: you you're
1: referencing. that needs to be
0: fixed
3: <laughs> oh i think i think pokemon trainer is gonna end up pretty competitive in this one yeah
0: i've been watching a lot of um leffen who was the smash melee champion from evo last year and he thinks pokemon trainer is gonna be pretty legit he's been playing a lot of pokemon trainer
1: yeah, all of the all three of them are pretty strong. I mean, i I remember pretty much when I would play as them in Brawl. I mean, I didn't know that they got tired, so I guess I sucked at them. But I would pretty much only play Squirtle in Brawl because uh, Charizard like was too. Um, I don't know what it was about Charizard that I didn't like. I I think I just wanted to Rock Smash everything. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, rock Smash. And I just kept Rock Smashing all the time, and it never worked out. And then Ivysaur just seems to die so quickly. So. I was mainly on Squirtle, but, like, whenever I play Pokemon Trainer in this version of the game, I'm pretty much going straight for Ivysaur
2: every time.
0: What was Charizard's Final Smash in four?
2: Uh, he turned into the Mega Charizard.
0: You see, what I want, this is what I want, is I want Charizard to have his own Final Smash, and I want it to be him doing a seismic toss, but over the planet Earth. You know, like when he does the first seismic toss in the Pokemon series where it's like, hey, man, he's going in a circle, but he's going around planet Earth and then brings the Pokemon back down. That's what I want. Oh, my god! Can you imagine
2: if all three Pokemon had their own final smashes? How awesome would that
0: be, though? Oh,
2: man. Yeah, but they would
1: all be like, hey, are you slightly in front of me? Gotcha.
0: Well, that's all final (laughs) smashes. (laughs) Um, Like Squirtles would be he brings out the Squirtle Squad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god they just oh, like gosh, they just they the it's basically the just the Mega on
0: Man one but with the squirrel squad
1: mm.
0: they just like kick that they
1: push him on the ground and everyone just, all the squirrels are just kicking the opponent
0: <laughs> it's that one, what's that one um scene where they're like beating him up and it's the guy trying to like hold him back you know what movie i'm talking about nope okay forget it continue okay on. a movie
2: where someone's beating someone up that's specific. hi abby
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey look it's abby <laughs>
2: Uh, can I bring up uh, just for a second something that they added in this game that's wonderful, and they, they did to an extent in the last game, but even more in this one. The alt costumes for a lot of the characters, because I was just thinking how much I want a Squirtle Squad alt, you know, <laughs> for a yes. uh, Pokemon trainer. But I mean, you have Meta Ridley, uh, you have all the Koopalings. I mean, that was in Smash Four. Uh, you have Wedding Mario. Uh, you have Craft uh, uh, Yoshi. I mean they did such so many great things with some of the alt costumes in this game. Peach-
1: you have uh, you have eight costumes for dark Samus. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh we're we gonna talk about Echoes now.
1: <laughs> oh, I hear... just, no, I, I didn't say anything about yeah. Echoes. I said there um, are sixteen okay. Samus costumes. It's really cool. Yeah. There's also sixteen Peach costumes. That's really really dope.
0: <laughs> we need to hear Peach's um you know what? let's just talk about it now. We'll, we'll yeah. get your I don't want to talk
1: about it. I'm there's just saying that there's some characters that have twice as many costumes as everybody. And it's really cool. And so, I think that's cool. Did those... you know that there are 16 Lucina costumes?
0: <laughs> how many, uh, how many Marth costumes are there?
1: Also 16. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's so mad. Um, <laughs> so we have a running group chat. So anytime anybody that's been on the show comes on the show, I add them to this group chat, except for my wife, um, Potter. my wife, my wife. And she. we talked about Harry right Potter,
1: there. not video games.
0: That's fair. Um, <laughs> 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 um, and so in this group chat, we got into a little bit of a discussion the other day about echo fighters and whether we, not, we thought echo fighters were a, um, I don't even know how to put it. Um, but Peaches really didn't like the idea of Echo Fighters. He wished um, that they had taken a little bit more time and made them into fully fleshed out characters. And I was on the other fence saying, well, you know, I think they did what they could with the time that they had. And I would rather have all of these characters than just one of them. Um, yep. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I,
2: I agreed, Um <laughs> for the most part. Because echo fighters, I think, were an easy way to expand the roster, and really expanding the roster is always a good thing. Um, I, it would be cool if there were some more differences. Like, I mean, Crom has a different attack uh, than Roy. Uh, you know, he has Ike's uppy instead. Um, you know, and then and then you got some characters that you could that easily could have been echoes, but are different. Like Isabel, very easily could have been a villager echo, but is definitely her own thing. And infuriating. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me just say that I don't have a problem with the whatever we're going to call the fighters that are similar to other fighters but are noticeably not the same. Like Falco Fox, Wolf, great. Pat, all day. Lucas Ness, yeah. awesome. Cool. Um, Pikachu and Pichu, great. They're different enough. The Dark Samus Samus and the Daisy Peach The fact that their differences are so small that you can't even find them without looking up information on the internet that data miners have dug into to figure out that, like, well, if you happen to be using a lightning spirit, you'll do more damage with Dark Samus, but you're not going to use spirits in a regular brawl with your friends, so why does it matter? Like, they could have just taken down this front of we're providing you with another character and made four Samus costumes and four Dark Samus costumes, and it would have been just as cool. No one would have known the difference.
0: But isn't and that essentially what they did?
1: Yes, but why Why make a big deal of it if they're not any different? I think it to would be, be
3: fair,
2: cool if they were different slightly.
3: I don't feel like a big deal was ever made, though.
2: Not, not by Nintendo, I would say. Like, I think I, they I were very upfront about what an Echo Fighter was. I
1: never it's a felt
3: big like anyone deal. was hyping me up.
1: It's a big deal, though, when you are taking up a Ross and don't even come at me with this so you can turn it off. So they appear on the same thing. Like they are taking up a slot in the game and whether or not Nintendo would have had time to make another one, that's not like what I'm upset about. It's that it just feels like a lie that like you are giving me this character, but it's really just this character wearing a costume.
3: I guess I feel like that's exactly what it was advertised as. It's yeah. dumb.
1: It's stupid. Like, make Dark Samus and make her... Like, you guys, we all felt like she was loftier, but then I think it was Chris that said that they there were people doing tests of their jump heights and how fast they fall, and they're exactly the same. Like, actually make her loftier and give her, like, a couple different beams instead of the same stuff that Samus has. Like, Or maybe change Samus up a little. In Metroid Prime, she gets, like... The fire beam and the ice beam and the plasma beam and all that stuff like give her some stuff that's not her regular kit and make Dark Samus have the regular charge shot or do something to make them different enough to where there's a reason other than I want to look dark and brooding to play Dark Samus you know what I mean That's, I that's actually where wouldn't
2: I'm... mind a Samus overhaul but that's another topic <laughs> well there
1: you go you get a Samus overhaul and then Dark Samus is like the OG Samus for people that didn't want an overhaul
3: Yeah. I'm not opposed to that. I'm just not angry about it.
1: Yeah. I just, I, I shouldn't, I know that I shouldn't be angry about it because there are 70 characters to play as, (laughs) but the thing is, it just feels like a ruse. It's like one of the, like, this is how I compared it, this is how I compared it to you guys in the group chat. So I'll just share this with, with the world. If you've ever been to the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, if you're walking around Fantasyland you may have gotten a fast pass for an attraction called Philhar Magic. And people will just hand these to you. And that shit is a complete waste of your time because all they're trying to do is trick you into thinking that you have a fast pass for, for an attraction so that you can go watch that show. And the reason that they gave you the fast pass is because there's nobody watching the damn show and they want you in the building. Like, that's all that Dark Samus and Daisy are. They're like, here, take this free thing that we were going to give you anyway and it's totally something unique and different you don't need the fast pass to go watch philhar magic just go sit in the theater no one else is in there and it's like 20 minutes of air conditioning
0: you see i disagree but maybe that's because i have watched and that's not to say that, the, that you're bad because you haven't watched like the nintendo direct and stuff but if you watch the nintendo directs they talk about how the ecto fighters <laughs> are like well no but i think it's i'm important not laughing that, at you like, i'm
1: laughing at the chat i'm sorry okay
0: um we'll never say that about <laughs> um as far as the nintendo directs are concerned i think they were very clear with how they downplayed they're like hey look echo fighters are not you know we've had some of these before they're basically just going to be mirror images of another fighter but we've been able to to do a little different in their animations and make them look a little different and be a little different that way and we're going to call them echo fighters because they're not exactly the same but they're basically the same now I think you come from a really good perspective of someone who didn't watch all the Nintendo Directs and they're getting this messaging, right? Like, what if I was the person who didn't watch the Nintendo Directs and saw Dark Samus and was like, oh, cool, finally. And then I went to play her and she was just like regular Samus. I'd probably be pretty upset.
1: I agree with that. And I like I wasn't just saying that either when I told you guys in the group chat that like Dark Samus is really cool to me. Like When I encountered her in Metroid Prime 2, I was like, oh, she's fucking dope.
0: Mm -hmm. Also, I'm
1: really scared. (laughs) But she's really cool. And I just think, like, if they wanted to come out and say that Echo Fighters, like, if they wanted to throw that disclaimer out here that Echo Fighters aren't really going to be that much different, why did they make some of the ones that are Echo Fighters different enough to be recognizable, and then they left these other two kind of in the dust?
0: Well, it's interesting to think about because I think all of the new Echo Fighters are significantly more similar than all of the old Echo Fighters. With um, the exception Daisy.
2: of Ken, who is different enough that Sakurai himself said it could have been a new character. The uh, the whole team was saying, oh, he's a new character, and Sakurai said, no, he's an Echo Fighter because Ken has always reused Echo. <laughs> well, it
0: I would... mean, I think that would have been confusing yeah. <laughs> if he wouldn't have made it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Ken... But yes, Ken does play completely different and I think Ken more than any of them is, is different, but you look at Daisy, you look at Dark Samus, you look at Riker, they're exactly the same.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't I don't really know about the differences between Simon and Richter too much because I haven't really
3: touched them. The only difference is the element of their holy water.
1: Okay, so then that's
2: another waste, throw it on the list.
3: Sure. Well oh no one cares about Richter. Yeah,
2: the, the, yeah the, the only difference is that Simon's holy water is fire, Richter's is aura, like Lucario's. So what that means is that red Pikmin are immune to Simon's holy water, but not to Richter's. But, but Simon's holy water will explode Link's bombs. Echo <laughs> fighters. <laughs> By the way... Um, Very specific matchup stuff there.
1: My answer to your question from earlier, like 20 minutes ago, is Cloud because he's a sword fighter. <laughs> but he doesn't use the Fire Emblem logo.
0: Or also because he's from Final Fantasy?
1: It's really because he's from Final Fantasy, yeah. <laughs> I just, like, I feel like I want to be good as Cloud because he's one of my favorite video game characters of all time, but I just can't, like, I can't get him. I, something yeah. about him is hard for me to understand. I get
3: i get worked up by him on the internet, so you're doing something wrong.
1: Yeah, I, I think I, for whatever reason, I forget this the first time I play Cloud every day that passes. I forget that his down special is not a, a counter, and yeah. I expect it to be because he's a human with a sword. So mm-hmm. I just expect it to be a counter, and then I'll run up to somebody and anticipate them attacking me and then charge my limit break.
3: <laughs> so does it throw you off? Like, when you pay, play Peach, do you try and downbeat a counter and just get punished? Because that's what I happens did. to me. I, I get did it a lot. pulling so many radishes. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot. <laughs> but usually me playing Peach is just ha-cha, over and over and over. Her counter, someone can correct me on this, but oh, no, it's I'm good. completely certain they have upped the frames on her counter in this one. And it, I, When I faced uh, Master Hand and Crazy Hand with her, I just countered them to death with barely getting hit. It was wonderful.
0: Every tier list I've seen has um, Inkling, it has Crumb, it has... Peach and Daisy, and it has um, Cloud. Those are, the, like, the top tier, like, the best of the best of this game so far.
1: Peach is up there, and I think a large part of that has to do... I watched, a like, a 30-minute video on this. Um, the... <laughs> Princess Peaches can confirm about me playing Peach. Yeah, I just huchah over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I watched a 30-ish minute video of them ranking all of the final smashes of everybody, and they put Peach and Daisy in the SS tier.
3: Yes, absolutely. It is the best final smash.
1: They put everybody to sleep. They heal themselves. It lasts a really long time. And if you can do it to an enemy while they're like sort of off screen and they're in the air, they'll just fall to their death because they fall asleep in the air.
3: Yes, it is. I, I don't see any argument that it's not the best Final Smash.
1: And then, like, right under that, I think, at S-Rank, was uh, the Pokémon Trainers. Because it can kill at, like, 30%. Whoa.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, it is super effective. Yeah, <laughs> super effective. It says it right there on screen. <laughs> well... Anyway...
3: no, This was about Echo Fighters.
1: No, it was about Samus's 16 costumes.
0: We talked about (laughs) Echo Fighters. We talked about um, people that you want to play. And now we're going to get into speculation zone. We know Joker, right? We know Joker is the next character. Mm -hmm. Well, technically Piranha Plant is the next character. But after Piranha Plant, Joker is the next character. He's the first real character. Um, Past that, in Fighter Pack 1, or whatever the Fighter Pack they're calling it, there are four characters left. Who do you think... Those four characters are going to be. Chris, let's start with you.
2: Um. Well, as I said before, I'm hoping for Gino, but I am not confident in Square playing nicely enough to let that happen. Uh. But but my number one hope and Robbie will agree with me on this. I think Banjo and Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie another another pair that I've wanted in the game forever. Uh. Then Microsoft went and bought Rareware. Uh. The bless um, you. The um uh, uh, the company that makes the banjo games, uh, and I was like, well, there goes that dream. But lately, Microsoft and Nintendo have been playing very nicely together. Uh, Minecraft is on the Nintendo systems now. Uh, they released a special edition Minecraft DS uh, that looks like a creeper. Um, there are banjo kazooie skins in Minecraft for uh for the Switch. Uh, so. There is precedent, and and even uh, even before that, even after Microsoft bought Rare, uh, Rare was still releasing Banjo Kazooie games on the Game Boy Advance. I don't know if you remember, there was a Banjo Kazooie game, and there was a what was originally going to be Diddy Kong Pilot, and turned into a Banjo Pilot for the Game Boy Advance. They were bad. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, but I mean, I've Banjo Kazooie. It's always been, both of those have been some of my favorite games of all time. Um, and uh, I just think they would fit in so well in Smash. The music would be great. I mean, their moves, I mean, they, they, they just fit perfectly. So I'm really holding out hope that Nintendo and Microsoft are going to come to some sort of agreement. And it makes sense to me, because especially with, uh, uh, with Joker coming out now, who's a character that's more associated with a PlayStation game, than, uh, than any Nintendo games, I think he was technically in some DS Persona spinoff as a minor character, just like Cloud was uh, uh, in one of the Kingdom Hearts games. Um, so this, you know, Banjo is actually a character with some deep Nintendo history. He made his debut in a Diddy Kong game. So Diddy's in Smash. You know, doesn't he want to see his old pal? Uh, <laughs> you know, so that that is my my number one hope uh throwing out a couple other random characters that i think could be fun i don't necessarily think we're going to be getting them uh, but i think gengar from pokemon would be fun i know we already have a lot of pokemon and gengar is old school but i think gengar is just such a weird choice and it would be fun to play as a big heavy ghost character um oh
1: gosh it would be considered normal because he wouldn't affect any of them with his attacks oh yeah that's true and they wouldn't be able to hit him either it'd be a weird stalemate situation
0: (laughs) Uh, unless he's fighting mewtwo yeah
2: there we go but mewtwo has psychic attacks and gengar's half poison which is bad news for yeah that's why ghosts were not the balancing thing that they needed to be in the ring i'm also throwing out uh i think mifa or any of the other champions from uh breath of the wild but i think mifa would be cool she's got the spear and everything uh, I think Rayman makes a lot of sense. I think Chun Li makes a lot of sense. Uh, but my my other secret hope is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Uh, he's already been in Marvel vs. Capcom, so you know, bring him into Smash.
0: Um, you know, so but, weirdly enough, I think out of all of those, I think Phoenix Wright would fit the most.
3: Yeah, like, I think him as he's a weird. Smash character would be
0: perfect. Right? Uh-huh. Like it looks like he belongs in Smash.
3: Uh-huh.
0: But yeah, that's all I'm gonna Drink? say.
3: I've talked enough. <laughs> Well, and I agree with you. You basically said all the stuff about Banjo that I think needed to be said. It's, it's the... Uh, he fits perfectly. Um, he is... now. Now that Simon's in, now that Ridley's in, he's like the only obvious character with Nintendo roots that's not in Smash Brothers. Like, he really is the only one that's big and famous and from an iconic Nintendo game that's not in Smash Brothers um and an easy fit and it just needs to come with a click clock wood season changing yes. stage but and i get it that it's not necessarily easy it seems like people on both sides are interested in the idea but mm-hmm. i know that making deals is you know not necessarily easy so i'm not guaranteeing he's going to happen i do think banjo is either going to be the last one announced or not at all i think they're going to milk it they know that people want banjo Mm-hmm. so if he's coming i think he's coming as the last dlc or we're not actually going to get him because they can't get anything worked out yeah
2: um
3: i think chris listed off a lot of the other characters that make sense another pokemon makes sense um you know uh, uh, so one of the champions makes the most sense is someone from one of the zelda games um i think about maybe uh, a robot master from Mega Man or uh uh, I mean, Proto Man is in his Final Smash, but Proto Man's possible out there.
2: Hey, Krom was in uh, uh, Robin's Final Smash and is still yeah, in Robin's Final that's Smash, so.
3: Um, so though. But mostly I think we're going to see some off-the-wall characters like Joker. We're going to see characters that are showing off um, probably something that's coming to the Switch that we didn't realize is coming to the Switch. Or just you know nonsense like Piranha Plant. We're going to see something really interesting. Um... My wish that will not happen would be uh, the main character from Hollow Knight, who I'm aware was not actually the Hollow Knight, but he would be called Hollow Knight in Smash Brothers. His move set just works perfectly, just yes. absolutely perfectly. He literally, in the game, has an up B special, a down B special, a side B special, and a neutral B special. Mm-hmm. He literally has basically aerial attacks and neutral attacks, um, and the soul, the whole soul thing, would work perfectly. Of As you dish out damage, you work up the power to do your special attacks. But the one that I actually think is going to come, like, I would actually put money on this. Not a lot of money, but some money. With Rathlos, with the Monster Hunter stuff, with the fact that clearly they they concern themselves with the Japanese market, as they should, the Japanese market and what the Japanese market wants. Um, With their very easy partnership with Capcom, I... Absolutely expect that one of the DLC characters will be a Monster Hunter, um, with Monster Hunter World, and with Capcom saying that there's going to be a Monster Hunter World-style game on the Switch eventually. With all of these things, I absolutely think that they're going to bring in a Monster Hunter. It's going to be, it's going to end up being like um, the Inklings, where you've got the the color, the different costumes, or you got four men and four women, uh, and they're they're wearing the iconic, uh, the the most iconic. Um, armor from the game um, the move set would just be the various weapons. Uh, I I absolutely think that that one's coming
0: cool. Yeah, uh,
1: so all of mine are from fire emblem 7 <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding we don't have to continue the fire emblem sword character joke But I do have a comprehensive list of fires of uh, sword characters from fire emblem games So if, if Nintendo you need to remind yourself to <laughs> talk to me because I have some choices So, I have, like, a lot of them that I've thought of over time or other people have mentioned that have replaced my initial wants that I think would actually be really good additions to the game. I think Sora would be an amazing addition to the game because he already has a gigantic move pool via all of his games. Like, he can do so much with his Keyblade and all of the magic that he learns. And it would be, like, a really good tie-in to Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out if that actually happens. Um, I think... They could expand in the Final Fantasy universe if Square wants to start playing nice with them. I think Vivi would be a really cool character to be able to play. He'd be like another character, obviously from Final Fantasy, but he'd be way different from Cloud. Like his moveset would be completely different. He'd probably play a little bit like Lucas if I'm thinking of it that way because he's doing a lot of magic. Um, But he could be like a cool way to introduce more Final Fantasy characters while not introducing another close-up sword-style person. Um, I think another cool crossover would be Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot is already, like, a crazy character that, like... Crash Bandicoot for a while was, like, the Mario of Sony. Like, people saw PlayStation products and they thought of Crash Bandicoot. People see Nintendo, they think of Mario. It's kind of like Sega and Sonic also. So, like, he could be a good addition to the game... He also has a lot of wacky shit throughout his games that you could include, like, the the Wampa Fruit Bazooka. Um, and he could have, like, an up B where he twirls a lot and then falls really slow. Like, I don't remember the actual name of the move, but I think it'd be an interesting choice. Um, for the fourth pick, I want to say a lot of people are speculating that somebody that is an assist trophy already will become a character. And I think... Um, a really cool and and unique character they could do with that is Bomberman. I know Bomberman is already an awesome awesome assist trophy, but I think he's a character that I think everybody at some point has associated with in some way, whether they, like, whatever game they ended up playing growing up or even seeing Bomberman. Like, everyone kind of knows about Bomberman. And he probably couldn't do that much. Like, I can't think of a ton of things he would do with his moveset, but I just think that he would go from Assist Trophy to in-game character well. And then yeah. um, my last pick is just like a rotating roster because I actually do, I'll just be the stereotypical Smash fan for a second and say like I actually do want Waluigi in the game because I think he's also wacky and he like embodies the wackiness of Super Smash Bros. Well, and he also could have a really diverse moveset. He wouldn't have to be like anybody else out there. Um but if Waluigi's is not going to be in the game my other answer was going to be the character from Hollow Knight although I kind of fear that he would be too much like Link because he would kind of do a lot of down stabbing and stuff. Um yes his down then,
3: arrow would be his move.
1: And then mm-hmm. and then just to throw one more in there I think a Paper Mario character could be cool. Like oh, literal oh. Paper Mario. <laughs> oh, you would.
0: You know it's interesting because I don't think any of the ones that you have said are outside the realm of possibility. I think they're all very possible. I think for me, Robbie said something that I, I had been thinking about for a while, how the more I look at Smash and what kind of a game Smash is and, and the kind of characters <coughs> excuse me, and properties that have been associated with, um, with Smash in general, it seems even less like Nintendo the game and more like Japan the game. Like if you look at the the other different properties, you look at Capcom, you look at Namco, you look at their relationship with the company that makes um, Persona. I don't actually know what company that is, but I know it's a Japanese company. Um, And I look at all the different properties that are made out there. I I tend to think they're going to continue down that road. Which is why I think some of these American companies and American made companies and American owned companies have less of a shot not to say that they're not gonna happen but I, I can I can see the road in which they have less of a shot this is why one of the reasons I think um, banjo has less of a shot because he doesn't he doesn't follow the template that they've kind of followed which is find another Japanese company to have a relationship with and and bring them over to smash um, same thing with um, Konami Konami and um, ends and solid snake snake um snake um and so if you think about if you if you keep that in mind a couple of characters sort of jump out to me one is sora um peach has already touched on a little bit but i really see sora and i could really see him in smash and i could really see the relationship there sort of bridging and then it starts you start to think about some of the characters that could also be brought over i could see haihachi from tekken I could see just the Tekken character in general because of the relationship with Namco, and they've already brought Pac Man over, so I think having something else from Namco makes sense. I mean, Namco developed the
2: games, so they.
0: Uh... Right. And so having another big marquee Namco character makes sense. Um, if I think about Capcom, Chun Li makes a ton of sense. Um, I think there's also a bunch of other Namcom, um, Capcom characters you could probably put in there, but I think. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of Capcom. Oh, yeah. You could go oh, down the rabbit hole. Okami. Okami.
2: I could see Okami being Okami,
0: on
3: there. Bionic Commando. Oh. Yep. Oh.
1: I actually um, thought about putting Okami on the list because I thought about putting Red Thirteen on the list as my Final Fantasy, my second Final Fantasy character, but both of those would operate similarly to me. Sorry, yeah. Eduardo.
0: No, 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 you're fine. And I think Peach has basically touched on everything that I wanted to talk about, but I would be remiss if I didn't echo him by saying Waluigi would make just the best Smash character. He would be like I could just even picture his moves now. I could picture him with a tennis racket. I could picture him basically being the character that embodies Mario sports games. So I could see him having a neutral B that has a soccer ball. I could see his his aerials that would have a tennis racket. Like I could see all of those things. Basically, Side B all is the a games charge that or the go kart, right? Like I could just see mm-hmm. everything. All of the games that he is in, I could see him them like morphing that into Waluigi's character and him being just this giant ridiculous over the top thing that just sort of belongs. And his smash. final
2: smash out to be like the dance from the Mario Dance Dance Revolution, right? Yes. Mm.
0: Just something ridiculous because it's Waluigi. Don't believe me, just wow. <laughs> yes. Um, and so that's my plea. This is me. I'm talking to you Nintendo, Mr. Nintendo. What? Nintendo, wherever you are, <laughs> I know you're listening to this because anytime the word Nintendo gets uttered, you jump at the chi- a chance to rip off as much license money as you can. Um, <clears> so, <throat> Mister Nintendo, if you're out there, for the love of God, please put Waluigi in Smash. Just please, just do me this one. I've never asked you for anything, not one thing, not once have I ever asked Nintendo for a single thing. Never. So this is gonna be my one, <laughs> my one thing. Oh, wow, everybody just, gets well, one. Please put Waluigi in Smash.
1: Princess Peaches agrees with Paper Mario.
0: Yeah, I think Paper Mario could also be just, like, a really cool... Yeah, that would fun. It would be cool. Like,
1: there's not a Mario that uses a hammer. There's not a Mario that, like, could do the wacky, like, dodge shit that Paper Mario does. Like, roll up into a tube and... (laughs) you could His down B could be, like, launching coops at somebody. Like, he kicks coops at somebody and it spins them around. Like, it disorients them or something.
2: His up B could be he turns into a paper airplane and, like, zooms up.
1: That'd be cool and then you kind of float back to the stage that could get dangerous though
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff that he does that other Mario character like other Mario versions I would say don't do so yeah man well, they could do so much
0: we bit this we beat this horse to the ground we have mm-hmm. basically talked as much as we can about smash um, so thank you all of you for being on here everybody who's out there listening thank you for sitting through two different episodes of us talking about super smash brothers i know um getting this group here that is assembled before you uh, has been such a fun thing and it is such a diverse Everyone's group super. of uh of opinions <laughs> and um well it's been a lot of fun but before we go let's let the folks know where they can find us we'll start with chris chris where can the folks find you if they want to see your work
2: Oh, my work. Uh, (laughs) Well, I still have that Twitter that I had last time at (laughs) GatorSax 2010 G-A-T-O-R-S-A-X-010, where I often tweet about being on this show when it's about to happen. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, that I mean, that's pretty (laughs) much it. Um, If I wrote more on my blog, I would tell you about that links in my twitter if you're really curious to go read uh what i wrote last year about how i was going to write once a week and then i wrote two more times and then wrote again like four months ago and and it's been sitting new year's resolution is to write more so we'll see i said that last year too but this year damn it i mean it i'm at a better place in my life right now so i'm gonna do it
0: <laughs> so uh, when i when i asked you about your work i meant for you to talk about how you're going to be doing future work on all subsequent episodes of the squad up podcast.
2: Oh yes. Yeah. Excellent. I uh, know if that was something I talk about. Yeah. If you want to, uh, I'm, I'm going to be the sound guy uh, from now on. Fantastic. Be editing this and hopefully doing a, an okay job with that.
0: So uh, any issues you have just email squad at gmail.com and I'll forward <laughs> them to Chris.
2: Yeah, then we'll get it to me. Gotta sneak that email,
1: squad up podcast at gmail.com uh, in there. <laughs> please email him. I
2: emailed him the other day and I think I made his week. Uh, it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'll be able you'll probably be able to hear some of my work in this episode. Ooh. Uh, yeah, right? all right yeah, I made a little I made a little something something for Smash Brothers. So you'll probably have already heard it by the time you hear this. So
3: I've heard it. Yeah, that's me. awesome. Robert, what about you? Well, let's see. I don't have much work you want to see, but if you go to philkid3 on Twitter, that's P-H-I-L-K-I-D numeral 3, um, you will see me be very angry about sports and sports statistics. So if you want a nerd to nerd out about the nerdy parts of sports, I'm your guy, or through me you can find the other guys. Um, that's it. I also talk about video games and Into the Spider-Verse on my Twitter.
2: Oh can I just throw out that Robbie you and I both complained on Twitter today about the idiotic decision of ESPN to replace the coaches film room with the Monday night football film room for what
3: the in the hell are they thinking this what? is a sports
2: what? podcast what now uh,
0: no what what are they thinking peaches what are they thinking?
1: <laughs> what are they thinking I have no idea Man, that was I a weird no
0: that idea. was
1: a weird segue into <laughs> ignoring their sport thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everyone. I'm still Peaches. Go to twitch.tv slash P-E-A-C-H-3-Z if you want to catch my streams. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at D underscore Peaches if you want to follow uh, my real-life shenanigan. I just posted a picture of my dog today. I know that gets a lot of people interested. So there's a picture. There's at least one picture of I my do. dog on my Instagram. So you probably want to check that out. Um, and if you're interested in what's going on at the stream... We just accidentally started Grand Poot World yesterday. <laughs> so the Kaizo Mario hack that I have put at the top of the pedestal as far as what I want to achieve in my Kaizo career, if you will, we just accidentally started playing it yesterday. And we beat the first level. So if you want to catch that shenanigan singular, uh, TV slash
2: peaches. One single shenanigan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can That's find me over man. at uh, twitch.tv slash Eduardo. Um, I am streaming more regularly now, Sundays, Mondays, and I'm going to add another day in there somewhere, but we'll find out. Thursday's here when we do the podcast. Um, I just finished Cuphead on there. Uh, first off, both Robbie and Chris, both of you need to play Cuphead. Um, I, know. I know for a fact I'd both really of you would it, absolutely so. love it. Um, i just in love with that
2: animation. The fact that they went and made a hand-drawn, like, literally hand-drawn... It's harder Mega Man.
0: Right. (laughs) Come on. It is basically exactly the kind of game both of you would absolutely adore for the same reasons. Like, it is incredibly challenging. It looks fantastic. The music is great. The art direction is top-notch. Like, it is such... A fantastic game, and both of you need to play it. But I digress. More about Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Um, Cuphead is fantastic, but we finally beat it. I started playing a little bit of Kaizo in there. I Got a little bit of following in Peach's footsteps. Still trying to learn how to Kaizo. I'm not just as good, but uh, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for the for the Twitch stream. Maybe we'll uh, we'll try some new games as well, along with that Kaizo, till so we can find my my Kaizo niche. Maybe Kaizo is it. Maybe it's something else. Who knows? But we're gonna figure it out. Bud, can find the show at Mm -hmm. squad a podcast basically i don't know where a podcaster found that might change here pretty soon i'll announce it on the show once it does but uh as of right now at squad a podcast um and i think it's gonna do it for us for myself for peaches for chris for robbie good luck have fun please put waluigi in smash come on just cut a guy for come on please bye everybody